Yes, welcome to another episode of A Damned Nation. So I want to talk about a company called Delta Sonic. They're a car wash franchise. I only know about it being located in Rochester, New York. So I'm going to get to say a few things now because some of the people that I know and some people that are close to me, they may either still work there or no longer work there. So um, from what I heard, this is basically what's going on there. Delta Sonic has a racist practice. I know this because some people work there and every time a new white person gets the job for some reason, no less than a month, they become level two supervisors. The old good old boys. Some don't even take the test. They get asked on their whiteness. They keep the good working blacks in detail. I have seen this practice before where mostly all the workers are minorities and the supervisors are Caucasian. And they have these LBGTQIA's courses to, you know, show you how to treat uh, trans. And they go all out to tell you how not to treat trans, what to call them, what nouns and pronouns and verbs to use and stuff like that. But nothing on diversity, nothing, nothing on diversity. And that's strange. Now, this is also put on uh, Yelp, so you can look it up on there anyway. But go to one of these Delta Sonics and see if I'm lying. Somebody should do an undercover documentary on Netflix. I'm trying to organize a class action suit. I'm just trying to see if it's worth worth it. (laughs) Another Abercrombie and Fitch. And trust me, we tested all facets. Go to different neighborhoods where Delta Sonic is located and you will see the difference. And trust me, when your car looks pristine, 9 out of 10, a minority did it. Or maybe I'm being unfair. But check it out yourself. So this is basically something I, I put out there anyway. So you should already know about it if you didn't you didn't these are practices that's been going on for a very very long time now i can talk about myself personally i worked for new york city transit we had one black overseer he 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 was old as shit and this italian dude he was cool he was cool he was cool he was i ain't gonna lie he was cool but mad minorities work for transit even up here, Rochester, majority of the times, the the jobs that the older Caucasians didn't want anymore, they retired and they left. So who ended up getting these jobs? The minorities who work harder, as usual. And what comes with working harder? More work. Because see, when the Caucasians was working at these jobs, they had 100% health insurance. Hardly any co-payments whatsoever they got they had some downtime where they could relax i i know this for a fact for a fact i was working for transit for 14 years and i'm telling you if they saw you they they want to see you working they want to see you working now i'm not trying to say that uh the customers Uh, shouldn't see us sitting on our ass all the time or anything like that. But 
there should be like rooms where we can go to. You got, sometimes you would go in a room where you would be eating your lunch basically in the bathroom. They didn't have like an official room. That's now that's some job sites. I've it depends on your seniority. And the cops of all nerves, sometimes they would be in there. Sometimes I caught them sleeping with the guns on the table in my room. And you can't really say anything because apparently they have some kind of uh I guess an agreement. I don't know what's going on, but sometimes I would go in my my room and I'm like, wow, this cop's in here snoring. And I wish I'd have took a picture. But at that time, you know, these cameras weren't that advanced just yet, you know. So that shows you how long it's been since I've been working for transit. But it's not that long ago. When I left, it was 2010 when I left. So, and I wasn't on the iPhone thing yet. So, but anyway, my point is these practices have been going on for a long time, long time. You know, you get, you get black folks up in there, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, whatever they get in there. And all of a sudden the rules change. You start losing, losing your health insurance, the, the, um, the age of when you get top pay starts changing because one minute it was one year then it was three years i heard now it's up to eight years before you get top pay like they're either waiting for you to get fired or they're waiting for you to die i don't know what it is but as in but like i said the health insurance part i mean i remember my co-payment was five dollars next thing i know it was ten dollars then 15 it was like what's going on Every year, there's a corn payment. Now, I remember when transit, and, and, we, and I'm talking about MTA New York City Transit, they was in negotiations, the union, where we, where we had a contract where they would have got the best health insurance to of no cost of them. This was what was going on in, in Rumorville, Rumorville, right? So all I know is when we had that, when we had that little old strike with, uh, Guliani, he called us monsters, beasts, and stuff like that. Why? Because the faces are black. He was calling us, he might as well have been calling us terrorists because we wanted uh, a fair negotiation. So I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. But I mean, I do know what's going on, of course. I mean, these are the same people that brought back Jim Crow in Mississippi. And they're showing you, once again, they don't give a fuck about you. So you keep praying. Now, like I said, I'm here out here, and I know in Rochester, I got some family that work at RTS, the Rochester, the Rochester version of the MTA. And it's the same practice. The whites, the white workers have left, and um, they're pretty much doing whatever they want with these crazy ass contracts. Uh, you got that. Now this is something someone told me and you could look this up yourself. They got retirees going to union meetings and making decisions. That sounds unheard of that. That's the craziest thing I ever saw. How are they're retired. How are they making decisions? Is this legal? 
And why is nobody doing anything about it? Somebody needs to go to court right now and literally talk about this because this doesn't make no sense. How is it that a senior operative retired can make decisions for employees that are still working there and who have yet to retire? This is absurd. But at the same time, mm, they have the com- they have a complexion for the protection, so they can do that. Now I've I heard a, I've heard a lot of stories, a lot of stories, and it seems similar to New York City Transit's authorities, same practices, and the same thing with Delta Sonic. You know, one time there was an incident that I I heard about. Um, an employee at Delta Sonic was playing music. <clears throat> and this music didn't have any curses, you know, like the trap music these days have. I know this. It's playing, you know, groove music, you know, smooth jazz, I guess like R&B. And one of the work, one of the supervisors had a problem with it. Yet, he never had a problem with the other workers who was playing their type of music. That's, you know what I'm talking about. You, you know what I'm talking about. Let's cut it out. You know what I'm talking about. And it became a problem. So eventually this person just said, look, I'm not, I don't want to deal with this problem. I know what it is. All, all, it's, and it's just like a plantation. All the people on the plantation go, you know why they did that. Yeah, you know why they did that. You know why they did that. So what what is it? What's really good? Who is racism a problem? Is prejudice a problem? Who's doing this? Who's starting this? Now, you know it's your people, right? And you're not doing anything about it. You need to do more. You need to do more. Yes. We're never going to heal if you if you don't do more. If you don't, the healing process is not going to start when you're saying no this oh, this person should be standing uh, when when this comes on. Like, I don't get it. Our people have fought for this country, helped build this country, and yet are still getting spit on to this day. I refuse to believe that there are more evil white people than there are good ones. I refuse to believe there's got to be some type of insane thing going on unless people are just inherently crazy or insane or whatever you want to call it because it just doesn't make any sense that I have to explain to my kids why certain things happen to us and why it doesn't happen to others. And I should it should be really it's appalling that I have to explain to my kids, Yo, you, you shouldn't wear this, don't do this, be this, you know, because I've never, I personally never told my kids to do any of that. Just that's, I never told them to be uh, submissive. I never told them to. I told them don't answer no questions without a lawyer. That's what you do. Don't answer nothing. I don't care what they threaten you with because the bottom line is they will use your words against you. They even say it when they're making an, uh, uh, an arrest. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You got the right to remain silent. So I'm signing off and I'm letting you know, fuck Delta Sonic. Fuck them.
Cause like I said, they doing a lot of the, they're doing a lot for LGBT. Yo, I went there one day. This this brother, and that's another thing they do too. If you're gay, they put you at the register. They don't have you clean. I've said this is a fact. They really put yo. They will have your your gay ass on the register or in the booth collecting tickets. Even though you came in at the same time as everybody, I seen this brother, this dude had nails. He had press on nails. And he was like, yes, I'm a tile, da, 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 da. And I was just like, I just kept my head down because I don't want nobody getting any inclination that I have any interest in, interest in your gibberish or into you. Yes, give me, give me what I need and that's it. Cause I'm telling you, I don't care if it hurts your feelings cause I'm not trying to hurt. I'm just being realistic about it. I Every time I seen a grown ass man, especially a black man with a beard and a purse, yo, that shit makes me laugh. I find that very amusing and it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, boo hoo, it's weird. A lot of things can be weird. A person with one eye, that's weird. You don't think it's weird? It's not normal. Right? You see a person with no arm, you're curious. Like, wow, what happened to that man's arm? You're, getting a, you're gonna get a reaction. Regardless, you're getting a, some type of reaction. You can't, you can't force me to uh, be submissive to these ideas that a trans man is a woman. That that just doesn't make any sense. It's like this thing I saw my my one of my family members gave me. It was on TikTok, and the man was talking to a transgender, and he said, "If a if a if a transgen man says I think I'm having a miscarriage, how would you respond to that?" And the transgen was silent. He couldn't say anything. He said, he said, exactly, because biologically, only a woman can have a miscarriage and you can test it. And then, you know, the transgender had a corny comeback. You know, there's women that can't have babies too. stop it. Yeah, there's women that can't have baby and you can test why they can't have babies. You can't if a man says he may be having a mess, a miscarriage. You're not going to take your doctor is not going to waste his time and make tests to find out why this trans man can't have a baby. It's ridiculous.